Chapter 11 Tim stood firm, filled with a mixture of rage, anger, sadness and a little relief. This moment was what it was all about. He knew somewhere Tessa, Dale and Jane were watching. He was only thankful he couldn't see them. He felt too exposed and vulnerable. This was the next worst time of his life than actually being abandoned. Weren't reunions supposed to be joyful? He watched the elderly man approach. He hardly looked like the man who abandoned him so long ago. He could have passed him in a street and not known it. He looked so frail, but Tim wasn't sympathetic. James dipped his head in acknowledgement, his hands tucked deeply inside his winter coat pockets. He took out one wrinkled, old hand riddled with liver spots and large veins and extended it to formally shake Tim's hand. Are we supposed to shake hands or hug? I really don't know, James asked feebly, trying to smile. Tessa says we should hug, but with that look on your face I want to turn and run. Tim listened to his voice, comparing it with his memories. Yes, it was definitely him. Yeah, I'll bet you do. You were good at that. I deserve that, James sighed, allowing the comment. I'm never going to be able to apologise enough, though, so I don't know that there's even a point in me trying. I do thank you for agreeing to meet with me, though. You get to a certain age and realise it's a bonus to wake up each day. You've got a ways to go yet. First of all, Tim said, don't think just because I'm here it means you're forgiven for anything. I don't forgive as easy as that. I don't expect a thing, son. I just wanted to see you again. You're a man now. Look at you. You went and grew up. He smiled. Grew into a fine-looking man, too. Took after your mother there. She had fair hair and green eyes. You look just like her. Tim recoiled inside. How dare he speak about her? In fact, how dare he speak at all? Don't talk about her and don't call me son. I stopped being your son the day you walked out. Right, I apologise, the old man nodded agreeably, making a mental note of acceptable subjects. Of course, it doesn't give me much else to talk about, but I understand, I'm sorry. For what exactly? For everything, really, everything I ever did. He paused. I don't know, maybe this wasn't such a good idea after all. You think? Tim looked out over the river towards downtown Boston with the wind blowing through his hair. I did want to see you again, though, Timmy. Tessa's a good girl, but she's got this knack of talking me into things I would never normally do. Tim held on to the railings, the metal icy cold against his skin. It was too hard hearing him use the name Timmy, but he let it go. His grandmother used to call him that. Grandpa used Tim, saying it made him sound grown up. So this was her idea, then, Tessa. I thought about it a long time ago, but the more time goes by, the harder it got. I'm not made of the stuff of heroes, but then you probably worked that out already. Tessa's better at this kind of thing than me. He wasn't going to make it easy on the old man. He had a lot of making up to do, and whether he did that in the time he had left or not, Tim didn't much care. It occurred to him, James had known Tessa and Rick longer than he'd known Tim, and that was an additional hurt. You became a cop like your grandpa, James said. Tessa told me you've won medals for bravery. Yeah, Tim nodded. 
You've done well. You've made everyone proud. And yourself too, I don't doubt. She's not stopped talking about you the whole time we've been here. She's immensely proud of her big brother, you know. Tessa ought to be working for the department. She seems to be a natural at investigating. It's in the blood, James explained. She would have made a good cop. I was the only one who didn't take to it. Black sheep, you might say. On so many levels, Tim thought. So why doesn't she apply? She takes care of me. And I guess that's my job in life. I disappoint kids. She's another one I've disappointed, I don't doubt. Ricky's in forensics. Like I said, it's in the blood. And your wife? Tim asked. She was a lovely girl, a career mother. You'd have liked her. She raised two lovely kids and took care of me. She was beautiful too, just like your mother was. I would have liked the chance to get to know my mother, but I wasn't really given an option, he remarked bitterly. You were too young to understand, and I felt too guilty to explain anyway. But I know now that it wasn't my fault. I was driving, but I didn't cause the accident, Tim. You have to believe me. You've no idea how many times I'd wished it was me who died that day instead. It was just a tragic accident. I guess it doesn't matter now anyway, Tim said. Still seems to matter to you though, doesn't it? Tim swallowed hard. You know what? I can barely remember a single thing about her. I see the effect losing a parent has on kids in my job and I block it out. I can only guess what kind of life they're going to have. My parents were good to you. Yeah, they were the best. Ironically, I used to thank God you did leave me in their care. I had the best upbringing a boy could have wanted. Their love and support was second to none. James smiled. I'm glad. I miss them. Tim wanted to agree, but suddenly a lump formed in his throat. Instead, he nodded. You visit their graves? James asked. As often as I can, work permitting. Does it look nice? Sure, they deserve the best and they got it. I was sorry I wasn't there, James confessed. It does something to a man not to attend his own parents' funeral, especially when I had so much to thank them for. I guess it happens. The old man smiled, grateful for the comment. How about your mother's grave? I like to think she'd have been happy with it. It's been a long time since I saw it, James said. You can go see it any time you want, you know. Grandma and Grandpa too, if you like. I won't stop you. The old man's wizened face lifted and his eyes shone. It was good of Tim to meet him halfway. Permission to visit the graves was now granted, something he hoped to have for a long time, but never had the courage to ask for. Maybe I will. Thank you. We're leaving for Maine in the morning. It will feel good to put to rest some of those ghosts that have been haunting me for so many years, you know. Finally saying goodbye. I would like to leave this earth with some part of a clean conscience. You know, if that accident hadn't happened, things would have worked out a whole lot differently for so many people. I think about it all the time. Then that's one thing we have in common. But I guess I wouldn't have had Tessa or Rick. No, you're right. Tim faced him, hands in pockets, and stared into the old man's watery blue eyes. But you still would have had me, he nodded, letting out every word carefully. I didn't go anywhere. I was still there. James looked back at the river quickly. I guess it'll rain before the day's out, he noted. You think so? Yeah, too warm for snow now. Probably, Tim agreed, swallowing hard. Why didn't you love me? 
The question came out too casually. He meant it to sound more venomous than that. Oh, God, Timmy, I did, so very much. Then why the hell did you leave me? I was six years old. Six years old, damn it. I don't know what got into me. I had a breakdown, you know. I know what that feels like. I still do. It's horrible. I couldn't think straight for months. Don't remember most of it. I just remember waking up one day, wondering to myself what the hell had happened. I barely recognised who I was. It was a good thing I left you with your grandparents. I was not fit to raise a boy when I was like that. I could barely care for myself. The grief of losing your mother was enormous. Then I had to deal with the fact I'd given you up. I was a mess. Tim let out a laugh. It's funny, you know. I've wanted to ask you that question my whole adult life. I thought it would fill in the giant chasm you left inside me to have an answer. But now you have. I don't feel any different. I guess it will take time to absorb. One day it will sink in and you'll understand. You think I'll understand why you left me? He asked, genuinely wanting to know. Do you think that will ever happen? I hope so, Timmy. I wouldn't want you to take your bitterness to your grave with you. That would be too sad. You know, I spent a lot of time when I was a kid thinking you left me because of something I did. It took Grandpa a long time to convince me otherwise. Something tickled his cheek and then he scratched it and Tim realised it was a tear. He muffled a cough, trying to hide it. It's okay, Timmy. Men can cry too. I do it all the time. Sometimes it's the only way to let out the sadness. It's not okay, Tim choked. It's not. It is. James faced his son and smiled. A tear rolled down his face too. It was never because of you. You were a lovely little thing. It was me. I just couldn't cope with life. You've got a lot to be bitter about, but you've also got a lot to be thankful for too. You had a beautiful mother who worshipped you and my folks who did everything they could for you. In a lot of ways, you were lucky. James's wrinkled lips slowly upturned. And I can see the kind of man you are. They would have been so proud of you, Timmy, just like I am right now. He stepped forward and extended his hand again, hoping this time Tim would accept it. If it was possible to break into a million pieces there and then, Tim did. Instead, he put both his arms out and pulled the old man to him. I hate you, he sobbed. I hate you so much, but I love you, Dad. James choked. I love you too, son. I always have. 